2: Welcome to Talking Halo, this is Derek C. Apollo with my co-host today, my partners in crime, Jared Timms and John Crane. We're back after a little bit of an absence, lots of reasons for it, but most importantly, we're back.
0: Jared, how you doing, man? I'm not too bad. You know, it's good to be back, good to talk a little baseball, for what little baseball we have, but I mean, we have some stuff to talk about, so.
2: Some, I guess some is better than none. Uh, John, how you doing? Still under quarantine. Um, yeah,
3: uh, Jared even guest starring on another podcast. I, I heard that. I saw that. Jared's Jared's keeping busy with the baseball. Um, yeah, I'm just working and uh, and uh, socially distancing and still working from home and so. Uh, you sound a little worn of, down about kind it. Kind of not where I planned on being at this point <laughs> of the year. You sound really worn down by it, actually. Uh, just makes it's just sad. I'm just sad. I, I just think of what, I, you know, how many games I would have gone to at this point, uh, how many bobbleheads I would have, uh, you know, officially the season, the Inland Empire season's gone. Um, they're offering me, I guess they haven't officially made me the offer, but they're saying that they're either going to just extend it all over to next year. Uh, so they haven't even announced that. So. I had a lot of I had a lot of uh, a lot of expectations, a lot of new experiences with the Inland Empire. I was going to be doing this year, and uh, it all seems to be, yeah. Well, I don't know, in flux.
2: In flux being the key word. I think life in general been in flux. I know with our podcast, anybody who listened to us in the last year or so knows we were a regular podcast, or a podcast that guaranteed two episodes a week, if not more, depending on what's going on. And it's been hard, and I got to be honest, just so folks don't blame Jared or John, it's been me. It's been, been uh, life here has gone crazy. We uh, had some damage to our home with some flooding uh, on our grading. We, I mean, of course, you guys know I teach, and teaching from home is maniacally crazy. Have to engage also in training sessions for that. The uh, my, my wife broke her ankle, and so I've been caring for her and the two kids with my busted leg. So it's just been a weird spring. In addition, just to the normal, well, not normal, so the abnormal nature of the fact that we're living life in many cases, in some cases coming out of quarantine. And some people are still in some sort of quarantine. It's not been fun. And the absence of baseball makes things a little bit harder for us to try and meet as much as we probably would like to. So there we go. There's, I apologize to our listeners for not being able to put more content, but we are ready to roll. And we're hoping something comes out of it. And I guess right away, that's my first question for you guys. Because we already should be two months into the season. We should know a lot about this team, where they stand in, in flux of baseball. And instead, we've got nothing yet. And last time we had a podcast, it was my belief that we would have a solution in about a week. It's been a couple of weeks since then. And nothing. So I'm going to go with John first. What's your prediction now, man? Are we going to have a baseball season or what?
3: I, I, my, my prediction, I, I believe we are going to have a baseball season. Um, I just don't think it's going to be something that, um, you know, my, my fandom or whatever you want to call it, has really, uh, especially in the last, I'd say, five to ten years, has really uh, circulated around actually attending games. Now it's not, I'm not a season ticket holder. I probably if I'm lucky, I go to 15, 20 games a year. But the baseball experience includes that for me and fans, per- period. And I mean, if you're, you go on any of the pages, the Facebook pages, you know, people is com- camaraderie. People, uh, they meet together. They meet under the A. They have, you know, they tailgate. So there's there's so much more than just watching baseball. I mean, I've watched a couple of the Korean baseball games and see, I'm not a baseball aficionado, a statistician like Jared, who just loves the pure game of baseball. I do love the pure game of baseball, but I also love going with, you know, my daughters aren't going to sit and watch watch a game with me uh, on a sofa. But if I but they will go to a game with me and we'll watch a game together at the park. So there's so much to even if this baseball season does happen, which I do think it will, um, it's not going to be real, you know, baseball to me. And God help us if the Angels aren't competitive, because if they aren't competitive, then at some point, then it's really going to be, I think, the the following of a of a, a empty stadium baseball. I think it's people that are going to lose interest very fast, at least even when you're not competing. You can go to the ball game and have fun, scream, eat, eat a hot dog, and, 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 and hang with friends or at least fellow fans. So
2: this season, I don't really have a lot of expectations for. That was off the beaten path, too. I just want to know, will there be baseball this year? Yes. <laughs> Jared. What do you
0: think? <laughs> I'll, I'll be a little uh, easier than that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I think there is. Um, I think this next week is pretty crucial for the whole thing. Um, and I think we, just like I've said about the trout contract and everything, I think we wake up one morning um, and it's like, well, baseball season. It's time to let's, let's get going to Arizona. Let's get going well, wherever it is. You know, I think that, I think that it, it'll, it'll happen. I think it happens this next week. I don't want to get any hopes up. I don't know anything. But just with what it sounds and the amount of time, you're running out of time in a sense if you're starting the season in July. Um, So it's it's going to be tough, you know. And I, it's like John said, it's not going to be normal baseball by any means. But baseball is baseball, and I think that at the end of the day, you're gonna you're gonna end up having it. One of the key things that I heard that made just too much sense to me was I think Ken Rosenthal came out um, this last week, and I think in his article he said. Or maybe it was a player that quoted it. And you can't not have baseball this year because of money reasons. Like, that's the, you just, you you can't. I mean, personally, I don't know the the whole money, anything behind it or anything like that. I'm not good at that side of things. But I mean, that just made too much sense. You know, you can't not have baseball because of the money aspect of this. You know, it's got to be a different reason.
2: I am actually more pessimistic than both you two on it because I know that. There's money involved. I think the angels making the call to furlough employees tells you a little bit about how Moreno is feeling concerning where talks are going. He's got if he's pessimistic, this is how you show it. If he's pessimistic that things are going to go well, you're going to furlough people. And that told me a lot more. I mean, people were real quick to hammer him. Jeff and I'm actually have his article up now, Jeff Pass from ESPN.com, probably one of my least favorite baseball writers for many reasons, but the the main thing within the article that he's pointing out is what the quote-unquote Angels did this week to their baseball operations department, gutting it from top to bottom was an exercise in how not to act during what's a treacherous time for everyone in the world. And no, actually, that's exactly how they need to act because Arden Moreno is responsible for the entire operation, the entire viability of, of this franchise. And there are, if you're not working after June 1st, because let's think about this for a minute. Scouts, yes, yeah, scouts are pouring through film, but are, how many of them are traveling down to the Southern Hemisphere right now to look at the Republic games or to scout? I mean, not many people are traveling at all. And with these guys getting furloughed, they're going on unemployment, right? In some cases, they'll get paid more than what they're already making. So there's a method to the madness, and it's also showing that you feel like, hey, listen, we're not going to be, we're not playing. If they come up with a deal, the Angels furlough, furloughing players or sorry, furloughing scouts isn't going to matter. They're not going to furlough them. They start playing. So I, I just don't see overall the what you guys are seeing. I see pessimism. I, I see like when you have an ownership team that's not willing to show their finances, and I understand so, but I'm, I'm they're not wrong. By the way, the players will use them as a cudgel. The players not willing to take a pay cut more than they already have, which. I understand. That's their contract, right? So it's just a money game. How do you fix that? How do you figure it out? That's what's on my mind. And to me, common sense would dictate it. none of these folks want the season to not happen. So they'll make it happen. But, I mean, time really is running out. They have to get in camp soon. They have to get. I mean, they have to get back in camp soon. They're not going to start camp in July. They'll start baseball in August. They're going to... We want to get into camp now to we'll start baseball in July. Thoughts? Who wants to disagree? Who wants to beat me up for it? I'm ready. Well, I mean, as far as Artie and the employees, I the
3: finances the whole thing. I mean, Artie's and I'm not a company guy, but okay. My daughter works for Disneyland. My daughter was furloughed. She's on unemployment. Do you think Disney still turns a profit with Disneyland closed? I mean. Compare Disneyland to the Angels. So I mean, therefore, my daughter's on unemployment. She got a little bit of a, a pay from Disney for a little while, and now she's no longer getting pay from them. She's on dis. She's getting paid uh, by unemployment. So I mean, companies do this, and 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 it's understandable. You know that you know the Angels. already is losing money because there's nobody coming in the stands. I understand he's got a lot of money. at The value It's not that. I just. I just find this, this attack on him for, for, I mean, I, you know, I, I don't even understand the whole, you know, I mean, the other minor leagues and everything, I understand the ripple effect, but I also question the players too. Cause I mean, I've heard things over the, over this whole time about, I mean, and I want to remember, I think I talked about some last time a player saying that they weren't willing to go to Arizona forever, however many months. And again, they just have to, I just look at the perspective of, of America right now. The situation of people are in right now, and and I don't know why everybody can't just be a little more flexible if they really want to get this done. I do think it is. I think it'll get done because of money. I think there's too much money for it to not to get done. I just don't understand why everybody's being so. Why this is so hard to do? I mean, I the Arizona thing made sense to me just play games and and get them out to Arizona. You were talking about – Jared was talking about going to Arizona to warm up. I've already been to Arizona. We already had spring training. I understand they need to have another one, but I've already been to spring training. We had a spring training this year. People forget, I guess. But, I mean, I know Jared didn't forget. I'm I'm just saying that – this is ridiculous and it's taking this long. They need to do something. If they're going to play it in empty stadiums, play it in empty stadiums. I really think the Arizona thing makes the most sense or the, what you know, but the limited season, but they got to do something and do it, do it soon, whatever they're going to do. Sure.
0: Uh My real question here is, is is already really losing money by not having fans in seats or is he losing money by not having players in the field? You oh. know, I mean, Yes. In in a sense, yes, but I mean, you're making more money on your TV deal, correct, than you are fans coming into the stands.
2: Yeah, but if you don't have players playing, then you don't have a TV deal.
0: Exactly, exactly. So So, I mean, yeah, no, I I, that was more just on the part. I think John said mentioned something about it, uh, fans being in the stands, and it's like, well, I mean, I think that you're losing more with players not being on the field than fans in the stands. I think. In a sense, you're probably breaking more even with fans coming into the stands after operation costs and everything so I mean Ar- is already really losing money right now? Yes, he is, but it's not because fans aren't coming in, it's because players aren't playing. It's because t v the t v deal isn't happening right now.
2: <laughs> well no more, well, you can't forget though also when you have your operating costs, so sure, but you're also going to have all the money you're making from vendors selling in the same. You're going to have all the money you're making from the merchandise. Guarantee you, Angel's merchandise is not selling like it was in March before all this stuff hit the fan. So the money does add, it's not, it's not inconsequential. It's a combination of having people in the ballpark with all your stuff. there are ready to be sold and all those games on TV. So just to play off of that, if I'm an owner, I see this as an opportunity because you're not going to have fans in the same. Same, right, and you still want to try and make try and make money. So, if I were an owner, I would be trying to think of innovative ways to reach fans when we do get back to playing, and that would motivate me to want to what get back to the field. But how can we reach fans? How can we make? How can we involve them more? And how can we make money off of it? How how would you do that? But you got to get in the field first. That's what I'm. That's why I'm frustrated because I don't see this massive push for NA, the NHL and the NBA are both pretty close to a resolution themselves right now. I mean, it's almost set in stone for both of them. The NFL is going through different options when they're going to start playing MLS. Is, they're having their issues with it. But to me, baseball is simple. You're already an outdoor sport. Why is this such a confusing problem?
3: Well, and, and just to be clear, Jared, I'm not saying let's start a GoFundMe for Artie Moreno. I, 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 my point was just strictly that he is losing money. And which it even brings back to, I think maybe I wasn't articulate. Why are we not at least playing it on TV? Why haven't they just solved this and play somewhere, put it in the Arizona to start at least jet, at least keeping that TV money going so that there is money? Uh, but, I mean, th- we don't even have TV money going right now. I don't know how these contracts work. I don't know if they're still getting – I know the players are guaranteed, though, right? Trout is still getting paid as we speak today. Am I correct?
0: That's Anybody? Good. That's a good question. I would assume so. Yes, I, yeah. I, mean, I know football players get paid on they, they get game contract or game checks. I think right. I don't know. I would assume player angel or baseball players do as well. I'm not honestly. I'm not 100 percent sure how how it works. I would assume they're still getting paid though. It's in their contract. They're signed contracts.
3: Yeah, that's more reason why I just don't understand why they can't just figure this figure this thing out and at least get a product on the field. Again, I'm not excited about a product, a fanless product. Um, as as other as you, Jared, a purist would uh, are going to be, um, and and I'm and I'm I'm, I'm not saying I'm good. I, mean, I a lot of people would just be very happy just to have a product, even if it doesn't have a fan in the in the stands. Um, and I don't understand why they can't just resolve this and and figure something. It should I it should have already been done in my book. I don't I don't understand why we still don't have anything announced.
2: Money talks. I guess I want to be clear though when I'm talking about this. I, you guys know I think way down the line, I think years from now, I think about the effects of it. And I can't see any good coming out of MLB not playing this year. This will hurt the sport. It will hurt on many levels. When it comes to players, when you've got players like Ian Snell raising concerns that are legitimate, by the way, but also kind of silly considering how many of us today, every day, are still going to work. Being exposed to different people every single day, every day, and you got some players who are making a ton more money than us who are raising kind of ridiculous concerns for where you're going to have to actually be in front of less people due to distancing than if you were like me going into a classroom or going into a Walmart. People going in and out all day being exposed to them. Okay, so the players to me. Don't get out of this unscathed. The owners they're gonna they're gonna take a hit to their wallet no matter what. If you're paying players and you are not getting any profit at all, I can understand why the owners are asking these players to take a bigger cut. And I can also understand why the owners would not say no to showing the players the books because the books don't the books right now don't matter. The the books in 12 months are what matters because baseball is not the same as the NFL. The NFL has a standard contract that. Pays billions and billions and billions. Each team has their own regional contract. So a Pirates team is going to be hammered pretty hard, but the Yankees, because of who and what they're contracted for, are actually going to be hit harder because they make more money. But each contract is compared to what their team is. So it's it's not so cut and dry for MLB owners as it is for like the NFL. The MLB is rich, but they're not untouchable rich. Like they can't. They can't not play and think they can go out there and spend crazy money next year. I guarantee you this way. If they don't play this year and they go to play next year, the players are going to pay the price for this because teams are not going to pay. They're not going to pay out big contracts because the market will be gone. They won't have the profit line they had before. So they're, if you don't play, you're cutting off
0: your hand to spite your face. It's hard for me to have sympathy for the owners. In this situation, you know, multi-billionaires in a sense. You look how much Artie Moreno is worth, and it's just—it's hard for me to have any sympathy on on that standpoint. I mean, it's hard for me to have sympathy sympathy for the players as well. But you know, if I'm going to take a side, I'm I'm going to take the player side on this one. And, you know, things have to be in a sense perfect, and it, and it's not going to be perfect by any means. But it's it's got to be perfect for the players, and it's got to be perfect for the owners and it's it, it's it's just it's not gonna it's not gonna be that for bo- both ways you know you got to find it you got to find a middle ground in the middle but you know if i'm gonna take a side i'm i'm gonna have to i gotta take the player side on this you know it's hard for me to really have any sympathy for the owners who are like i said are you know making billions and billions of dollars in a sense you know so that's just the way that i look at it but they're not making billions this year
2: the owners are the risk takers here they're the ones who assume all the risks and they're the ones who will take most of the punishment when things don't go well okay the players have their contracts, they have their set pay, and they can stand by on that pay. The question is, I mean, their contract. The owners still assume all the risks. So you can we can say, well, I have no sympathy for the owners. Well, you need the owners to be successful. Successful owners means successful organizations. Successful organization means you're able to pay what you want to pay. You're able to pay the players you want to pay. You're able to pay the staff you want to pay. And a company is not, you could say, well, is for $3 billion. Yes. But already's not going to have his personal wealth always directly integrated into his company. And his company is going to be separated in different parts. So a great example of this would be, I mean, because he's so polarized, so he's Donald Trump, famously. It's a constant political talking point. He's had numerous failures in his business life and numerous successes, right? He gets hammered for his failures, but yet his overall company survived thrived, he made money in other places. It's the same for Ari Moreno. Ari Moreno has his own company, and if he has feathers in some areas, he's going to be salvaged by the fact that other parts of his companies are going to do well. The Angels are one part of his overall portfolio, so not all of his wealth is going to one spot. So he, the Angels are not as rich, so to speak, as Ari Moreno is personally. He's going, to, he's going to protect the companies that are most viable long-term. Yeah, think about that. you got to think about the game itself. So while we don't want to, like you're saying, you're not sympathetic to the owners, but remember, they are the risk-takers. They're the ones whose money is being funneled into the product even when the product's not going on. The players assume no risk unless they don't play at all. Then, then their risk goes long-term, but the owners assume 80% of the risk. When they buy the club, when they choose to maintain the club, when they choose to upgrade the club, they are taking on the risk. And without those owners, we don't have Major League Baseball. You get what I'm saying? I'm not trying to, to shove away your point. I'm just trying to offer a counter because while I'm not sitting there going, hey, I'm an owner's guy, we have to understand the business perspective of it. We need the Angels' business to be healthy if this team's going to be successful long term. John, you've been quiet for a while. No, just listening. I mean, I just, I look at both sides. I
3: mean, I, I just, it bothers me, you know, sure. The layoffs again, I th- that. Sure. That bothers me. Does I already have enough money to pay them? I, yeah, I guess. But, and again, I don't want to sound like I'm an owner's guy, but I, I agree with a lot of what you said there, but I also want to see, I mean, I guess I don't have the knowledge and it does appear to you guys. I mean, but from what I understand, I know Mike Trout. I know a lot of these players. Albert Bulls, These are guaranteed contracts. Whether this season's played or not, there'd have to be some sort of change in the in the in the contract situation for them to not um, not get paid. Now, in the long run, is that it's? But but there's no baseball being played. I just want to. I, everything I've read, and I haven't read, I guess maybe probably nearly as much as you guys have. Again, I, I don't know what's holding this up. Why they can't just. I've I, I've heard, I've heard things about players not being willing to go to, to places in Arizona. I, I just, if, you know, if I got to do what I got to do for the salary I got, I'm making, I'm going to do it. And um, so I don't know if I'm making a point, I don't know if I'm making a valid point. I mean, a, a comprehensible point, shall I say, but again, I just don't understand what's holding this situation up. I really don't. Um, I think I think you could even argue better if we at least start playing in Arizona. We get something underway. Then I would say, Artie, you should play the player. You should pay the the stadium people. Give them something. Absolutely, you know. But again, I'm making the argument. I, I know somebody. There are people that you know. My daughter's not doing too bad considering she's not getting paid by Disney. That's all I'll say.
2: Okay. <laughs> well, you flip it around. Uh, pardon? F- flip it around real quick though. Is it just smart business because? One, one way or the other, that employee is getting paid. It's, and if I'm Arnie Marino. let's be honest, man. I own Grand Iron Media with Johnny and all. And, and if we were actually able to pay our people the way we'd like to and do things the way we want to do them, including people, putting people on for the way we need to, we would do it. We would do it. Because the way this isn't set up right now, in, in some cases, you are going to be paying, getting your employee paid more. By letting the government do it while you're saving money. Mm-hmm. That's the smart way to do business. Why pay an employee to not work when you go to the government do it? I mean, that's, I don't have a problem with that. And I don't see, and I don't understand why people like Jeff Passman have a problem with it. Do you not understand how the, how the whole system set up right now? You guys are the ones who advocated for it. Not you guys, not you, but so I don't get that at all. I, I just don't, to me, it's money. I wonder though, when you mentioned guaranteed contracts, and Jared, maybe you know, we have guaranteed contracts. Are they guaranteed even if you don't play? Like, let's just say MLB makes an offer and the players don't take it in terms of how they're into the season. If the players refuse to take it, doesn't that give MLB just cause to not pay them? I don't know the answer to that. Do you, Jared? I thought maybe I you'd know.
0: know. Yeah, I, I don't, honestly, off the top of my head, I really don't know. I would assume, I mean, something like this has never really happened before. So it's not in any contracts. I'm, I'm assuming now headed forward, there will be. And I'm assuming, you know, with everything legal that goes on, I'm I'm sure it's in the contracts somewhere. I'm sh- I'm 100% sure it's in the contracts, not to the degree of uh, if we have a pandemic and we d- aren't able to play, you do or do not get paid. I don't think it's there, but I definitely think there's some type of wording in contracts um, that, you know, we uh, as fans don't get to see that it, it, there's something in there. Um, And it's not like a strike either, you know, where I don't think players really I don't think players get paid during a strike by the by the owners. They may get played by the Players Association. And that's the same thing, because, I mean, you, you're thinking about it now. You know, I mean, the players play under a union. So you kind of think about it as they're they're in a union. So I, I honestly right now, I don't know if I'm, I'm assuming they're getting paid by owners, by their teams and not by the union. Um, But that's that's a that's a great question. I'm not 100 percent sure off the top of my head. I don't really know if anybody really knows, to be honest. I don't. Besides the players, obviously, but I, right now I would assume that yes, the players are getting are getting paid. And um, going back to what you said about a business, yes, I, I from a business standpoint, I mean, I'm a business major. I've been, you know, I'm mas- my master's is now going to be in business marketing, and I, I, I totally understand that side of it. But I think it's definitely more of a PR side of things as well. You know, it just it doesn't make a team look good to do such things as for low you know i mean you look at the you look at the um the cardinals and i think the pirates are two teams that are keeping their keeping their teams around or keeping keep paying their their employees until october when the season's over so from a pr perspective i i don't i don't i don't quite understand that at all you know especially the angels doing it before the draft and i understand you know that scouts aren't going to be able to go out and do what they did because who knows what's going to happen with fall leagues and, you know, what, what's really going to be going on there. But but yes, from a PR perspective, I do not get it from a business perspective. I, I understand.
2: And PR is always part of it. And that's gonna, And you have to know how the media is going to play it. The media is going to play it as it did. Again, quoting from Jeff Passan, gutting it from top to bottom is an exercise in, in how not to act during what's a treacherous time for everyone in the world. But that's it's only an exercise in how not to act to what the public business-wise it's the right thing to do and you're merely just passing the buck over to the government so okay the facts well, matter that, but pr matters in today's images everything world john to me that's what's so that's
3: the whole point that's what's so frustrating about this is it is bad pr but if we were playing games in arizona there were they were being shown on tv um then i would expect OK, now we reach out. Now we now we hire. We we hire back all these people. You know what? He takes a hit. But at least there's some sort of generated income being shown. I don't understand why players aren't out out more vocal. I don't hear a lot of players being vocal about let's do this. Why aren't we playing? Why aren't we playing? Let's figure something out. I understand they have a union that speaks for them, so they might be limited. I don't know how that works, but I, I think again, Jared pay the pay the player pay the scouts, pay the the concession guys and the concession guys are people that we know our faces. I know I know ushers. I, I mean, I no no, I mean they would recognize me if they saw me. I'm sure Jared knows ushers too. and uh, I mean, I definitely want these people working, but you have to we have to start a game. we have to start actually generating how, how this game is supposed to make an income. By fans, either watching on TV or attend or sh- are showing up in, in games and paying. Uh, I understand ticket sales is at, at Angel Stadium. Uh, season ticket holders vastly exceeds the amount of people that actually show up to games. Um, uh, I mean, on a regular uh, regular basis, uh, the regu- the attendance they announced. But I just think you have to get this go. Everybody just has to get this thing started. However, you want to do it in a little league fields, and what I don't know what you're going to do it. Um, but then at that point, I think we, I, I would be all on board with you should pay that you should pay the the stadium workers, you should pay the scouts, you should pay these people because now we have a generate an income that we are seeing is being generated, which this whole
2: major all sports is a business. It's all a business. So if it's a business. His number one priority right now is to ensure the viability of that business. Now, again, I'm not saying that it's good PR. Jared's right, it's not good PR. And that's something he has to measure. That's where you have to do your cost-benefit your cost analysis. How much, how much do the angels actually benefit by laying off these players, not players, these, these employees, versus the, the public beating they'll take? And I can't answer that. I'm only just talking, I'm trying to be as objective as possible in this. Business wise, he has to make the calls that makes this part of his portfolio of businesses viable long term. And it may just be him trying to send a message to his players and everybody else: Listen, this club is taking a hit here, and because it's taking a hit, we have to start furloughing players and Fur- furloughing. I, don't know why I keep saying players, furloughing employees. Do you see the ramifications of us not of us not playing? Maybe that's a message he's trying to send. All I know is that. It is a signal that things aren't going well overall for the sport when you're laying off your, in many cases, seasonal employees, your your ushers who are only going to be there for six months anyways. It's not good juju. Well, and there
3: comes a point where it it doesn't, where I understand the virus started all this and they're still the state I'm in, the state the angels are in is still pretty, pretty locked down. Um, But there does become a point as states have, Begin opening up, and uh, things are starting to be a little relaxed. Where this doesn't become about the virus now. Now, this becomes about a labor negotiation between owners and players, which costs us the 94 season. There's no World Series in 94. So, if this whole thing ends up getting canceled because of labor negotiations, understandably started by a virus. But again, I think Korea has already proven, and I I think it's very viable to play fanless baseball. They should at least and again, I'm not for a fanless baseball, but I think you got to put a product on the field. You got to do something for these fa- for these fans and to ju- and to explain why you're not, yeah, why why you need to cut furlough these the, these um these employees. Um so I, I they just need to do something. I mean, they're going if they're going to lose this season, I think it's going to I think it could be lost more on a on a uh, administrative thing at this point, not because of the virus, because there are ways around the virus.
2: In the end, I guess this week the, the week if they make it or break it. Do you have any final thoughts on that, man?
0: I, I mean, I, I believe the CBA is up after I mean after twenty twenty one. So you I mean you got you're gonna have to do something there, and that's that will be a, that's a whole different conversation. But that's something also to keep in mind.
3: It is coming soon. Hey, hey. Derek, what's your favorite baseball movie of all time?
2: Talk baseball for just a second. Favorite baseball movie of all time?
3: Yeah. Jared had a poll. I don't know if you participated in it. I, I didn't you agree, know, I but...
2: have barely been on social media, I've been so darn busy. I That's okay. Would... I I'm 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 partisan here, man. I am a total, total partisan. You caught me. Angels in the outfield is my favorite baseball movie.
3: Jared, you uh, did. You,
2: I'm sorry. Did you stand by? You
0: does I know the Sandlot won, but was that your choice? I like Moneyball. Moneyball is probably one of my favorites. I I could watch any baseball movie. I mean, in my back in the background right now, I got Miracle on. So as long as something sports wise is on, I'm uh I'm doing pretty good. Fall asleep to the rookie or something like that. You know, anything anything sports related.
3: See, that's what I love about Jared. Jared's young. He doesn't have a family, so he can. Re- I mean, he just like I said, he is a purist. He will stay up at. Whatever, eleven o'clock at Derek. I think it would be like three your time. Whatever time they show in those cool. Korean baseball games, I watched a couple. I mean, it's interesting. It's neat to watch baseball, but again, it's 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 uh about it's about more than that to me. I mean, kind of like I guess you could even say like Field of Dreams. People are saying Field of Dreams isn't a you know. Some people say it's not a baseball movie. It's more than that. It is a baseball movie. It's a very much a baseball movie, but it also has a lot more to it than that. Um so interesting. I just wanted to throw some baseball in there. Yeah, there's we, a lot of
2: great baseball movies though. Sandlot is great. I mean, Moneyball is pretty good. League of Their Own. I, there's a lot of great baseball movies and they're and they're quite frankly probably better movies, obviously better movies than Angel in the Outfield, but it's still my Angels. That was, uh-huh. you know. Moneyball is amazing. I just, I've,
3: my family makes fun of me for as often. We went on a cruise and I probably watched every time we'd come back to the room. I, I was, I watched that movie more than Field of Dreams, I would think at this time, even though uh, they get you for different reasons. But I really do like Moneyball because it did teach me a lot. It did kind of taught me not to Jared, not anywhere near Jared uh, Tim's level of, how this uh, whole thing works, but it legally gave me a basic kindergarten knowledge of how that uh, analytics works. And it's just a great movie. Well, yeah.
2: Okay. So any other thoughts on that guys? That's it. Okay. So I'm going to leave with this. Let's make a final prediction here on how this is going to go down. Okay. Cause everything we're seeing is this is the week. Yeah. This is the week they make up their minds, Jared, what's your prediction on this season games how many games where they where do you think they'll be at
0: i mean it, 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 it sounds like they have everything set in stone game wise i mean it's gonna be eighty two games I would assume i mean from what i heard fourteen uh fourteen playoff teams probably you go half half the league makes the playoffs basically um you know we'll we'll we'll, we'll see from there. I think this week is huge, like you said it, it's a huge week for for it um and I think you know it's 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 kind of like how we were talking about a trout contractor or a garrett Colt contractor, any type of contract we're just gonna kind of wake up one morning and it's like, all right here we go. we got you know a Passan passon reports or Rosenthal or whoever whoever it is gonna report on this it's gonna be you know or we're just gonna kind of wake up and the players and the owners came to an agreement and let's let's get it going you know it's baseball season now you know everybody's gonna be everybody's gonna start coming out of their uh out of their dens and you know, we're going to kind of see it again. You know, I think that's a, that's a big first step to hope in the United States. and I don't want to get off onto a huge tangent here, but I mean, it's, it's more than baseball this year, to be honest. It's, it's so much more than baseball and I'll leave it at that. I won't go off anymore, but it's more than baseball. John prediction. I think there'll be baseball.
3: I don't, I think it'll be something that I'll have to watch in my living room, but I think there'll be baseball. And I guess I guess I, I, I don't know if I don't want to read into his point. Almost it's almost kind of a I don't know if he's kind of making a nine eleven ish type thing where that you know George Bush throwing the baseball how that was much more than just base playing that World Series was just more than baseball. But yeah, with definitely we need we need we need something back. I I don't know why I, I think the two are just complete. I guess maybe because one's outside one inside. I could easily watch an NBA game with no fans, but baseball I'm just gonna have to I'm gonna have to get back to you when it actually starts to see uh, how I am. I'm not saying I'm not going to be uh, involved. I'm, I'm watching, but, but it'll, they'll be baseball.
2: You didn't want to give yeah. a total number of games or playoff teams or uh, take whatever. Whatever Jared said, I
3: agree with, I trust Jared. <laughs> he's my, he's my, he's my go-to Twitter follow.
2: All right. <laughs> uh, you know, anybody who's listened to me either on here or on um, Rams talk radio has heard my predictions go down pff, the crapper in the last <laughs> Two years so, and on a bad streak. So all that said, I'm going to make my prediction. Hopefully, I'm wrong. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I'm incredibly pessimistic. No, I can't do it. There's going to be baseball. I can't. My God, I can't do it. I was, I was going to so just make the call, you no, there's die. no baseball. I'm I can't sorry, do it. Sorry, you just can't not. You can't not have baseball. I just can't. I was about to just go, you know what? This, this doesn't feel right to me. I just can't for the life of me imagine there being no baseball. I can't, for the life of me, imagine the players letting that happen. The damage it would do to the sport across the board, not just to the owners but to the players. I mean, you could essentially kill the sport out of that decision not because you can you can do it. You can make it happen. The the argument being that we don't you're asking players and their families to make sacrifices and so on and so forth. that doesn't, doesn't hold water for me because everybody's making sacrifices right now. Heaven forbid they ask you to to quarantine your family. You and your family in sunny Arizona for a few months. Ninety four, ninety five, boys. I mean yeah, no I mean baseball. the, damage, they the damage
3: baseball. No, and it's World just series.
2: that just They tri- did it. And, They've done it before. I know they yeah, but here's what I'm thinking. This baseball remembers you remember the damage that was done to the sport by that strike. The damage was pretty catastrophic. I, Jared, you won't remember that. You're a little bit younger for that. John, you were Doing things John plenty does, and I'm not sure. I was plenty old enough
3: to remember. You were old there.
2: enough, but I don't yeah. remember how, you know, I don't know how deep you were into the game at the time. But the empty stands would tell you a lot. The empty stands would tell you a lot about how the game was going, the, the lower ratings post-94, 95. And, and many people credit that 98 home run race between Mark yeah. McGuire and Sammy Sosa, Sosa as saving the game. Now, the juice saved the game. The juice saved, Jews the, saved game. the game. So, <laughs> you know, the damage that would be done, I think, to everyday Americans who are fans. And we didn't even talk about the minor league baseball stuff today, by the way. You know, with the. I the did. Idea, you know, I told you my season
3: package is being well, can- canceled. I'm talking it's about. Over. I don't
2: even get to go. I'm talking about the proposed, what, 42 teams to be eliminated. Yeah, I know minor that. League. I mean, that's still being talked about. So next time, I'll have to talk about it, but I guess I can't do it, man. I, I got to say, there's baseball. I'll agree with Jared A two games, 14-team in the playoffs. I can't see them being this dumb as to make sure there's no baseball.
0: i mean, to make you guys feel really old. Uh, 94 was when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> So you caused the strike. <laughs> well, I like to think about it that way, but I guess there was a
3: flux in the in the in the in the universe when you were born. <laughs> Damn you,
2: Jared! Damn you. It wasn't, it was hey, 90, was was ninety four the year also that uh that saw Randy Johnson kill the bird in the All Star game or around the All Star game?
0: I'm not too sure. I sure think He was with the Diamondbacks then, so it had to have been in the two thousands. Early was
2: he killed late the bird. 90,
0: late nineties. In spring training, right?
2: I don't know. I'm my bitch little why I came to mind. I'll think about why. All right. Well
0: hey, that a- said J- hey Jared, I'm gonna make Jared Field
3: old. 90, 94 was the year I met my wife. <laughs> <laughs> we've been we've been married for twenty two or three years now. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you young kid. And by the way, this thing this whole thing is taking away my opportunity to meet Jared. I was gonna meet Jared this year. Gosh darn it. We'll still
0: have, to make, still have to make it happen, but... We'll I have to wait on that one.
2: Yeah, I know, man. I know. You guys will make it happen. All right, guys, it's time for us to roll. Folks, you can find our podcast anywhere podcast can be found. We are restarting up all of our weekly podcasts this week. Um, so midweek, expect the next part of Jared's series on pitching to be released. And then next week, we'll be back again. We're going to talk about the Myerlings next week and the effects on it and the draft. We're gonna talk a little bit of draft, so Jared better be on the ball. Ready to talk some draft with us? And all that said, guys, any closing thoughts? Hey, m- happy or I don't know. What it
3: says Happy Memorial Day. It's Memorial Day. I don't, I'm assuming you're gonna upload this today. If not,
0: I just uh, thank you for all those who gave all.
2: Jared?
0: Yeah, Happy Memorial Day, to all of you guys. Uh, you know, thank you. Uh, I don't know. We can we thank Derek here, Derek? Right? You were in the. Uh, You served? I don't
2: know. I'm kind of, um, I did serve. I'm kind of in the middle, you know, my day really celebrates Veterans Day for me. Yeah. I would say that I appreciate the sentiment when we talk about her veterans, those who gave their lives, gave it for all. I was proud to serve. I was proud to serve as as a person during the post 9-11 era, two wars. And I'm grateful to have had the opportunity to live We'll live the dream of what the people who came before us live for. The ideals of upholding the Constitution, defending our country, they still matter. And in this time of hot garbage as the the pandemic coronavirus, that's um, still, I think, actually, I think it's more important than ever that we remember who we are, where we came from, and why days like today are important. So, there we go. I remember more than you guys? And well said. All that said, you can follow us on Twitter at Talk and Halos. You can follow me on Twitter at DC Puck. Follow Jared at Jared underscore Tims. And John at Jake's Crane John. We'll see you midweek for reels. Have a great one. And we're out of here. <laughs>